Greetings from Zion, city of glory. Jesus Christ is the eternal king and ruler of Israel, and he reigns from heavenly Jerusalem right now by his spirit. And if you don't know that, well, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will illuminate your mind so you do know. So that what you know, you actually show with a glow. Putting you in the flow. <laughs> on the so you, go. On the go, so you no longer have to row, row, row your boat. Violently kicking against the pricks up the stream. You're just doing the dead man's flow. In a Holy Ghost. In a Holy Ghost moat in the city of Heavenly Jerusalem where there is no red dragon, where there is no beast, and where there is no false prophet. The city of peace, the city of Salem. But it tells a story of war. That's where the Jeru comes from. The Jeru wasn't always Jeru. That was through all the sins of mankind. All the sins of the nations. All the abominations of Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. Jerusalem. Jerusalem below. Sodom and Egypt. Book of Revelation it is written. Jerusalem above. <laughs> the city of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ reigns through the Gentiles 2,000 years until the time of the Gentiles is completed. Then all Israel shall be saved. And the olive tree blazes with anointing oil. And the olive tree shines and fills the universe with anointing oil. Jesus Christ has given you the menorah of life. Jesus Christ is the eternal King of Israel. Jesus Christ, King of the Jews. It is written on your foreheads, you Israel of God. If you have the Spirit of God, you are a true Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. As it's written in Romans chapter 2, who are the Israel of God? Who are the true Jews of God? Those who are circumcised of heart and circumcised of mind. Not Rothschild Zionism. Not Freemasonry, the synagogue of Satan. Not sorcery. Not the red dragon. Not any wickedness, not any golden calf, and not any goat head of Lucifer and his angels. Zero. You are a Jew only if you are circumcised by the flashing sword of the tree of life in your heart and in your mind. It is written in Romans chapter 2, an eternal gospel. And it can't be changed. I tell you the truth, if it could be changed, it would have been changed during the Dark Ages. They changed the languages, they changed the times, they changed the calendars, they changed the seasons, they changed the rituals, they changed everything into an abomination of human flesh. 
and it still plagues the Gentiles in churchianity to this day, celebrating in star days, literally in star confusions, in star dazed and confused. Filled with the sorcery of the dragon tail, they wander aimlessly about in religious sorcery, calling themselves Christians. Who has bewitched, like my people, Christianity? There's no one even close. And trust me, if you have dealt with the millions I've dealt with, you'd say the exact same thing in perfect Heavenly Father love. These people are demon-possessed up the kazoo. Totally, totally possessed by Satan, the goat, religion. Oh my God, always into the appearance of good, always into man's systems, always serving the flesh, knowing they're supposed to serve the spirit, but no one's perfect. Give me a break. The Holy Spirit's always perfect. And if you're a Holy Spirit Christian, you're perfect through what you suffered. He was made perfect through what He suffered. It is written, Hebrews chapter 1. God the Father would not give you a commandment in the New Testament if you could not fulfill it by the Holy Spirit, the menorah of life. He says, Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Amen. It is written. And it's fulfilled in the seven spirits of God, the menorah of life, blazing through my heart, roots of David, and blazing through my mind, bright morning star, mind of Christ. Every holy place Christian's heart is the Garden of Eden. You're the temple of the seven spirits of God. Every single one of you is a menorah of life. And God has given you a share in Jesus' eternal kingdom. And that kingdom is the kingdom of Israel. I tell you the truth. There's an Israel above and there's an Israel below. And the two are married because God honors His covenant as it's written in Romans 11. Yeah, they've been temporarily cut off from the olive tree, which is the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, the breath of the Almighty. But after the time of the Gentiles is over, and I declare it's over, all Jews will be re-engrafted into the olive tree, into the anointing, into the breath of the Almighty, into the seven spirits of God, into the roots of Jesse, the roots of David. I tell you the truth, and it's already blazing through my forehead, the crown of life. This is the greatest revelation you'll ever receive through experience and gain understanding. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Creator and the King of Israel, is our crown of life. You can feel that life like a river blazing through your heart and mind constantly. Penny was describing it today as the greatest amount of life she's ever felt in her entire life. Isn't that right? Yes. It's hard communicating it, though, because it's so new, huh? Yeah. Words to describe it, words to communicate clearly, you know, because clear communication really helps. <laughs> um, yeah. 
majorly right now, I would say it's coming in the form of love and the the rip the ripping away of religion, like seeing how the Father ministers to me and telling me that he loves me. But then not only that, we're, I, like there's an underlying buzz, like a vibration that, that's like always there, no matter no matter what I'm doing or state of mind. Where it's like there's actually a, a, a good section that has started flowing in me. And it's like a continual flow of the river of life. In it's the like, heart. It's like gone from this big to, you know, a bit bigger. Saved Up in the heart, out. but being saved in the mind. Constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, it is written. And that, that flow is what just confirms the signs and like I'll I'll feel it and then I'll see the signs and wonders that confirm what I'm getting because I'm not that strong in faith it, yeah in faith in really knowing the father's love for me because he's saying that he loves me whole bunches and then I won't I'll think that it that it's a condemnation will come in instead Satan. of really believing what he's saying about his love for me and then all the confirmations will just start surrounding me. I'm like, really? It's really? I, whoa. <laughs> you must know his love through experience. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. That's like, I feel like in knowing his love, that's how faith like explodes. Because all of a sudden, I remember his love for me in a situation. I'm like, well, the Father loves me, so this is gonna turn out good. This is not, bad things aren't gonna have victory over me because the Father loves me. Um, and you have the crown of life. You have the morning star rising in your heart. Ridiculously overwhelming. Like, I have been overcome by the river of life. I have been overcome by the love of God and transformed. And it is it's it's so much better. Has he glorified your personality? As much as the river's getting through me, that's how much my personality is glorifying. Some more more lord. More lord. <laughs> more lord. More of you holy spirit, less of us. Oh yeah. It's More like, of you, Heavenly Father, none of us. Oh, I can I just like Wouldn't that be something? That river and his love is so overwhelmingly amazing that it like his kindness draws you to repentance. I want him more now, more than anything. And kindness. And like even though I'm feeling that severity, hum and buzz and, and love just starting to billow out of me, I still like tried to hurry and worry today. And I'm like, what am I doing? In the midst of my worry and in the midst of my hurry, I was like, what am I doing? The Father loves me so much, I never have to be worried. This is ridiculous. No reason to sin anymore. Yeah, and uh and so it's it's obvious to me that 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 river 
spout coming out of me just needs to be bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. It's just the renewedness of the mind, Penny. Yeah. It's the renewedness of the mind. You are your renewedness. That's yeah. your true eternal being. That's who your spirit is. You're not your body. You're not your unrenewedness. You're not that religious thing you were in churchianity in Gog and Magog. You're not that marketplace prisoner to money that you were in Gog and Magog. You're not that slave of the calf and the goat. Your true person is who you are with the Father, your eternal spirit. Developing your spirit and glory reveals who you actually are as a being. You are the sons and daughters of the Holy Spirit, the living God. And so that's the great awakening. Your mind's waking up to your eternal spirit because you've been so bewitched in your minds thinking that you're just an animal, that you're just a religious slave, like a goat, <laughs> a scapegoat, constantly getting whipped and beat up by demons. Demons ride these goat Christians every day and they think the demon on their back is God the Father. I deal with it continuously by the thousands weekly. It's every, almost every email I get, I tell you the truth, a lot of praise reports, but the vast majority are people struggling so severely with religious ritual abuse and the constant condemnation and just religious demons always tormenting them through their unrenewed minds. That is the main enemy of all Christians worldwide. No doubt about it. By far, that's the main problem. The drugs and the alcohol is just a byproduct of religion. Religion blocks the way from knowing the Father, as it did with the younger prodigal in Luke 15. The younger prodigal went into carnal pleasures because he saw his older brother was just miserable slaving in religion. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go spend millions of dollars in Vegas you know, on gambling and booze and drugs and women and loose living. And he comes back and he said, I, it's better off being a slave in religion going to church than that. Because I don't want to die from being a heroin addict or a crackhead or an alcoholic or STDs. You know, I, I'd rather be a slave in my father's house. And this is the craziest thing. The father refuses to let him be a slave because, you know, he can't stand looking at the dead works of his other son, which is half the world in Christianity of works. And he says, just come in here and feast. Robed him in righteousness, robed him in grace, put new f sandals on his feet, gave him a walk that he didn't deserve, you know, put a ring on his finger, restored his power, restored his dignity, for forgave his sins and restored his innocence and brought him into the feast of his own fattened calf that he had served in rebellion. And God the Father just saved him. The son was dead, but now he's alive. And then you're dealing with religion worldwide now. I tell you the truth. Religion is the true nature of Satan. And it's the main enemy of life itself. And Christian religion is the most deceptive thing Satan has ever conjured in his sorceries. Sorcery is just the illusion of darkness that has the appearance of good of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that deceived Adam and Eve that they ate from and they died in their souls. That's why it took hundreds of years for their bodies to fizzle away because God judges life and death by the content of, of your souls. So if your soul is full of the seven spirits of God like mine, you're totally alive and you're just blazing in joy 
that your joy is complete, you're laughing all day long, your cup overflows with joy as mine does for years and years and years, and you can just minister the overflow of the abundant life of the seven spirits of God, the spirit of grace given to you because Jesus loves you. And you just have that menorah of life blazing through you, and you wear the overcomer's crown of life. What's happening? Jesus loves me. Yeah, he loves you. Definitely. Wear the crown of life today. <laughs> Let him transform your mind so that you have no self-awareness. That's the thing, too, that we've seen thousands of times is people come in and it's just a bless me club and it's about me, 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 I, I, I. I'm telling you, the crown of life is you'll never think about yourself again and you'll serve others more highly than yourself and you'll always see them and you'll never see yourself. I've been in this way for 11 years of ministry. God didn't even release me until I was a servant of others and servant leadership. And you serve them spiritually with the things they don't think they need. You serve them wine and oil in the river and you serve them you know, grace and truth, bread and wine, you do that thing, but you do it like a thief in the night. You do it in humility, in a brown cloak of sonship, and they don't treat it very highly because they esteem the religious, you know, big shows and the big stage productions and your big God TV million dollar concerts and your big Bethel productions and Morning Star $10,000 Sid Roth TV shows. That's what they esteem big. It's just because it's big and it's professional, millions of dollars because everyone likes those big light shows. But that's just not how Jesus is at all. I tell you the truth in perfect love. He comes like a homeless man. He really does. He comes like a vagrant. And he comes in such a way that unless your heart's right, you're going to judge him unrighteously. You're going to condemn the King of Glory because he comes as servant of all. He comes from the lowest places in the valley, like Nazareth. He comes from the ghettos of the USA. He doesn't come from your theological schools, your Bethel seminaries. He doesn't come from your Dallas Cemetery School of Theology. He doesn't come through you know, your big uh, Fuller seminaries. He doesn't do that. No, no, not at all. He comes from the ghetto. He comes from the hood, and he's just so filled with life experience. And he's just learned to give God all the glory, takes none for himself, and he's always serving people what they really need. And the only thing people really need is the seven spirits of God, the roots of David in their heart, and the seven spirits of God, the bright morning star in their minds. And of course, those spiritual things are so ethereal. Because there's, they're not tangible substances because it's always then mistreated by those that esteem the big light shows and esteem the big concerts and all of the carnal realm and the flesh is such a big deal to most Christians. And they just miss it. They just miss it because he's not coming with a big light show. He's not coming with a big professional million dollar production. He's not. I tell you the truth. He came like a vagrant. He came out of Nazareth. He came out of the hood. He just came full of wisdom. He came full of the spirit of grace. He came outside the establishment of religious order. He came outside the Levitical order of the tribe of Judah. No one ever spoke of a priesthood. <gasps> he came outside of the Le Levitical order. He comes outside of the church systems of man's order. And man's authority is... An absolute joke. That's your joke. Man's order and man's authority and human leadership. 
there's the laughing stock for eternity. Right now, the priesthood of Melchizedek's the laughing stock. They just treat this ministry as dung. And Melchizedek is the rank, it's a rank of actual splendor of the third heaven. It's not just this New Testament priesthood thing that people think it is, it's actually a rank. <laughs> it's the rank of the throne of the Father. <laughs> It's very precious to the Father. It's been abused tremendously like everything else by the beast of the flesh of humanity. It's been trodden underfoot. It's been sold as marketplace. It's been sold as slavery. It's been sold as flesh. It's been sold and tried to be copyrighted and they're always buying and selling on human souls and turning my Father's house into marketplace. And I'm telling you, it's all garbage because you cannot buy and sell the Spirit of God. Even if he came in that package that you bought and paid all that money for and your Fuller Doctorate of Divinity and your Dallas Seminary Doctorate in Theology, he'll change forms on you the moment you learn something if you ever get into religion and leave the glorious freedom of the Son of God. He will change all his forms on you. He's a formless spirit. The seven spirits of God are present with you. I tell you the truth. The seven spirits of God are Jesus Christ with you, Emmanuel. Those that don't know him during the church age, during the time of the Gentiles, I tell you the truth, he's coming in a different form now in this kingdom age that we, Joel's army, usher in. We sons of God bring back the second coming of Jesus Christ. I tell you the truth, it's written on your hearts, that's your destinies. You holy place Christians, that's what you've been doing by sacrificing all the darkness in your own souls to serve the Spirit of God more highly than yourself every day. That's what you've been doing. You've been ushering in His presence, His parousia, His ever-increasing presence through us until He comes to us. We're in the times of the restoration of all things, I tell you the truth. And you and I, have done a tremendous restoration job and we've gotten very, very little credit for it. Very little credit. The, the inner court takes all the credit. The inner court doesn't even know there is a holy place, you guys. Holy place Christians don't live inside any church systems. We live in paradise, we walk on water, or we're in caves, as it is written. You can't cage us. We're too free. Too much glory. <laughs> They'll always try to control you. I hear the testimonies of some of my holy place brothers and sisters from around the world and all the persecution that they've had to undergo in Africa, America, Asia, everywhere. It's totally worth it. You don't even feel it because you're continuously healed with the greater glory because when you sacrifice for more of Him and less of you, that's all the glory of God. You're serving the Creator higher than creation. See, we serve the Spirit of God and we don't serve money. That's why we have all this glory. We've stored up Matthew chapter 6, our riches in heaven and not riches on earth. And that's why we have such an abundance of the Holy Spirit, seven spirits of God through our hearts and minds. And now all the riches and glory that we've stored up serving God more highly than man every single day of our lives as Christians, as holy place Christians, is overflowing through this world and that begins the reign of Christ. It's the overflow of our cups through the entire universe. The heavens reign the glory of God, it is written.
the heavens reign the Holy Spirit through all flesh. Millions of people are about to believe in Jesus because of the overflow of our cups. You are the true overcomers of the world. And every single one of you wears Jesus Christ on your forehead. It's called the crown of life. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Redler Ministries. We could use your financial support. We're doing this thing by faith. You know, we don't have a paycheck from a building or an organization, everything. About $4,000 a month to do this ministry, it's nothing. I know ministries that don't transform souls, they get millions of dollars a month, and they just live in luxury and don't even transform souls in the charismatic church, owning multiple mansions and multiple million dollar houses. We're in the ghetto, we're in a crack house, we're still very much in the days of small beginnings and everything in the natural realm. Help us grow this ministry and transform all Christianity worldwide. Your support changes the world. It's real. We love you guys. Be blessed. RedLetterman.com